We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, and on our Oakland Hard Jewelers Talk and Text Line. From Fox Sports, Timmy Brando's a busy man. Uh, college football season's over with him, but now you got college basketball. Timmy, thanks so much for joining us. Before we start into the uh, f- uh, what's happening now to the uh, final game, national championship game, you- your thoughts on-, on what happened last night with, with DeMar Hamlin. Um, uh, just a tragic situation. And you always sort of thought something could potentially like this happen. And then you see it in front of your very eyes. And I know it happens in everyday life, uh, not not in the same manner. But it's not on national TV. But it's not on national TV. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's another example, too. If you happen to be in my profession, uh, if you're a – uh, play-by-play man of uh, of live sporting events. It's it's another reminder. Um, Kurt Gowdy, who was my mentor 40 years ago when I was working at WGSO in New Orleans on Canal Street, um, he met with me at the Final Four, and, and it was the first time I'd ever met him. And he knew what I wanted to do. He had listened to my tapes. He had been mentoring me already, but it was the first time we had met. And he said, remember this kid. Uh, he said, when you're doing a game – uh, no matter if it's on radio or national television, they're not paying you for what you do. They're right. paying you for what they're paying you for what you might have to do. Yep. And and that means that you can't control what happens in a live event. You can't control the weather. You can't control, um, you know, what might happen on the field of play that could be outside the realm of a, of just sports. And suddenly, a sporting event becomes a news event. And that's that's what happened last night. I, I thought the guys on Monday Night Football did a wonderful job with it, and throughout the entire evening, their post game coverage as well. Scott Van Pelt and those guys were incredible. But you know, sadly, that's what can happen, and you have to flip a switch in the manner in which you cover it. Um, I don't know about you, but this is something that I've actually asked Spencer Tillman about many times because we worked together for so long. But, Bobby, I, I have oftentimes felt that most of the cardiologists that, that are out there talking about this, people that have some idea medically of what might right. have happened to DeMar, have said that this is a forcible blow to the chest that can sometimes cause this kind of reaction from your heart, where it actually stops your heart. And, and I don't know about you guys, but... It's very noticeable to me that over the last 10 years, players are playing this game with less and less equipment. Uh, you know, most of the 
the, the lower body is unprotected completely. Yep. And what we used to call shells, you know, players on, on Friday before a game on Saturday might come out with shorts and shells. Those shells now are the actual shoulder pads that they're wearing. Okay, it just for me. This is just an observation. No, it's less. No, 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 Tim. That's a great observation. That's a great point. Because Tim. it's less padding. I can remember even Ricky Jackson, because he says yeah. you want to be quicker and all that. He wore an actual game. He goes, I, I don't need to show the pads because I'm going to use my hands. I'm so good with my hands, and then right. you can use your helmet as a weapon. He would use Martin yeah. Anderson's shoulder pads in a real game. You know, right. not these big old pads. So here was Ricky. He had adjusted to that. And how many times you see now, Tim, now if you get hit with your knee, but you could get like a deep bruise, how many right. knees are uncovered? Okay, you remember the old? Oh ta- my God. Did you That's remember the old, the old tailbone pad? Yeah. They don't even have that no yeah. more. They don't. No. So it's less padding now. It's true. So to me, over the heart now, I can see all the skilled players and maybe not the linemen, but they could be like, oh, the, sh- the shoulder pads are too bulky, and you can make a pad. It seems like Tim, like you're saying, w- within the shoulder pads. To maybe not 100% protect your heart, but it could help if you all of a sudden. All I know is I learned to play with a flag jacket. I got so many You learned broken. it the hard way. Hey, uh, Tim, I think I told yeah. you this. I was one of the first players in college football. Now, Dan Pastorini was at the Houston Oilers. The company, Donzi, oh, yeah. was in Houston to wear a flag jacket like 1979. Because all I know is if you got your ribs broken – uh, once they're broken, they're broken. It was like preventive medicine. So now, now yeah. all, all of a sudden, I, I might have told you this story. I told him like this. <laughs> my grandma comes to the game. My, 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 my dad's mom comes to the game, and she called me Bobby J. She goes, Bob, Bobby, talking to my dad, she goes, Bob, Bobby J got fat, huh? <laughs> Look at him. It was like I had a barrel around me. But I, I, I was like, I'm going to learn to throw with this. Yeah. I'm going to learn to throw this flag jacket because I know a helmet to the ribs. And when you're going, yeah. you don't know where that rib's going. Yeah. All of a sudden, you got yeah. cracked ribs and all that. It could so, puncture uh, your lungs. So what happened with the whole chest thing, Tim, I think with the equipment, they maybe could uh, do something. Because the NFL is always talking about improving equipment. I think that can sure. be addressed uh, going forward. It, it just seems in this day and time with so much concern with CTE and concussion protocol and going into the tent, it seems to me if we <laughs> – if, if they just legislated the, you know, the rules that are already in place about protective measures with padding, it, it might alleviate at least some of it. That's just a thought. Just right, some of it. Now, yeah. Not all of it, but some of it. Because you're never yeah. going to regulate all of it. You're never going to yeah. regulate all of it. Uh, Timmy, right. uh, we couldn't have asked over the weekend for a better <laughs> Final Four. Oh, my God. Um I'm going to tell this story. Uh, man, I'm at the World War II Museum, uh, and Georgia's playing Ohio State. And, you know, and they got a lot of people there. And I'm watching. So the, that's when you bring it in the New Year, you Mike? You bring it in the New Year uh, at the World War II Museum Gala. And, uh, man, I, I got the game on. And I got, I've got i attracted quite a crowd at this point now because it's like three minutes left in the game. Uh, and I said, oh, I can't take it no more. It's like, you know, that's it. I got, I got to put it on and, and to watch right. it. And then, you know, my old boy, Sonny Dykes, uh, you know, because he got his coaching career. 
career, uh, head coaching career, started at Louisiana Tech, and I told him that was a bad move to go to Cal. Uh, they they got a lot of things not happening right there. Um, and then right. he ends up at SMU, and then bang, he gets TCU year one and his team to pull out that victory over Michigan. And your thoughts on those two games and – this is what you and I have been preaching about. People, oh, TCU shouldn't be in there. Oh, the TCU couldn't get in the ring with Michigan? They, they won. Hey, now, Tim, before you comment, I'm going to ad-lib with Mike saying, because I know all the football that you've witnessed. Now, tell me I'm wrong. I think this is the best college, two college playoff games. I don't know how the national championship is going to be. But the two college playoff games, and you throw in Tulane and USC. That's why we love football. Oh my well, God, it was I'm unbelievable. Glad, I'm glad you brought. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you brought that up, Bobby, because first and foremost, what it illustrates is it's not just about brand names. College football's landscape is flatter. A lot of teams outside the blue bloods can play big time football. Yes, they can. TCU proved that, and the and, and Tulane proved that. All right, understand this. Had Tulane been in the season of a 12-team format, they would have been, at the very least, number 12 because it's a guaranteed spot for the best group of five program. Imagine had that game between USC and Tulane been a number 12 matchup against a number five in a 12-team college football playoff. How much more exciting would that have been had that game really mattered? Okay, think about that. Yeah, that's awesome. It was huge. It was huge for Tulane. I'm so happy for Willie Fritz. I, I, I cannot tell you how proud I am to be a Louisianian and see how that young man, how Ty J played. He was he was Deuce Vaughn with more speed. He was. He absolutely took that game over, and Pratt played his butt off. And just the resilience. Tulane exhibited the resilience of TCU. They were basically TCU light. Hey, 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 Tim. Uh, I told Mike this. I watched about uh, when it was 14-0, I stopped watching the LSU game. I'm not even watching it. I watched all the Tulane USC. My dad was probably rolling over in his grave. My dad's like, what? You're going to watch Tulane over LSU? No, I think my dad, if he was alive, to show you how he bled purple and gold, he would have cheered for USC over Tulane. And I'd say and, – I think and, you're right about that, No, too. no. It's like I, he, goes, he told me one day, I go, I looked at him like he was crazy. Oh, I would cheer for Russia over Tulane. Like, what? I go, well, what, what, what are you talking about? That's how diehard my dad was at LSU. That's old school thinking. Because I uh, remember we in Tulane Stadium. They beat Tulane uh, 25 years in a row. And Bo Brothers Construction gets my dad's tickets. There's not an LSU fan within 30 yards. My dad said, don't worry. They're taunting us, but we're going to win. We're going to win. When we lost, he said he had the worst migraine headache of his life. And, and, and even worse, Timmy, they, they toilet papered his house. Oh, no, all, all, all of a sudden, my dad's two sisters, they know how much he loved LSU. They uh, all oh, they yeah. toilet papered the house, two-lane colors, and they had poster boards uh, on the garage door, the score and everything. So it's just a mindset, and hopefully that could come about in the future. It's not like, oh, well, we're going to generate all the revenue that you could bring back, uh, um, like the wheelbarrow race, whoever wins between Tulane right. and LSU, that they could uh, right. play, that they could play maybe not every year, but maybe every other year, at least once every four <laughs> years. I mean, I'm with you. Wake up the echoes of Rock Hannes, yeah. Davis <laughs> Vince, 
and Reggie Reginelli. We were talking about him yesterday, Tim. Yeah, yeah, but bring that up. I mean, I I think it's good for Louisiana. Look, they have the Egg Bowl in Mississippi. They got the Iron Bowl in Alabama. Uh, We need that kind of game in Louisiana. Absolutely we need it, and I I sincerely hope some serious thought is given to it. But on a national scale, okay, what Tulane did, and I know they've reinvested in football. I love the fact that they've got the new stadium. One of my closest friends in the business is Mike Oresco, the commissioner of the American. He was through the roof happy. I talked to him after the game. Listen, that was wonderful. But when you think of the history of Tulane football, all right, and post-World War II, the Rose Bowl, yeah. the, you know, the, the time spent in the SEC post-World War II. Yep. And, and those moments that I was a part of that I got to cover in the late 70s and early 80s when, when Vince Gibson was there, that, that pay, all of that pales by comparison to what they did to USC. And I know people can say, well, SC didn't have anything to play for. It was a no-win situation. Caleb Williams played his butt off. No, they were he playing the Heisman right? Trophy winner. Come on. Yeah. You're, and, and not only were you behind, but you were behind 15 and you didn't care. And, you know, the greatest thing about it was that Willie Fritz was true to his game plan. They did not panic. Right. They said, you know what? They haven't stopped the run yet. Okay. Why should we be throwing it and allowing Tui Pelotu, the, the defensive end, who's going to play on Sundays? Why should we let him come after our quarterback? Let's keep pounding the rock with Tyjet. Yeah. And that's exactly what they did. And, uh, and they deserved the game. It was just a an incredible moment uh, for that program. And, again, I go back to this, fellas. Neither neither TCU during the week of the playoff nor Tulane got any national coverage whatsoever because of a lazy-ass media as it relates to college football. They only want to cover the big names. If you want to follow college football, okay, and really get the news on college football on a daily basis, you're not going to get it on ESPN. You're not going to get it even on FS1. you got to watch the Big Ten Network yep. or the SEC Network to even get any information on college. And this is the second most popular sport in America today, okay? I, all you get on daytime mainstream uh, cable media during the day is LeBron this, LeBron that. Are the cowgirls. They're regurgitating the same information well, over and uh, over. And, 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 uh, and, and, Tim, so lazy. How, and, and Tim, how about this? Uh, I was telling Mike this earlier. Uh, you know, we do Saints on the Bayou uh, for HTV. And uh, now all the football that you've witnessed, think about that's why when you say, we all know they have parity in the NFL. But look how you can turn right. around. With the name, image, and likeness in Transfer Portal, you don't have three to four years. It has to be, uh, can we do it next year or the year after? Now, when you right. think about this, Tim, now think, think about Tulane won two games. Look where they're at and they TCU. They 12. So, 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 so what was TCU, Mike? Five and seven. They were five like and seven. And then, and then the national championship. With, and Sonny Dykes and Willie Fritz, they both, different awards, they both won coach of the year. <laughs> yes. Yes. And by the way, both deserved it. I'm glad they've got seven different Coach of the Year awards. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> because you can, that way you can give it to the guys. That there's always going to be more than one, you know, that's deserving to get it. But the point I wanted to make to you, Mike and, and Bobby, is that, yeah, I've been screaming for an expanded playoffs for a long, long time. And the, 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 the only people that are the dissenters, okay, the only are the elitist fans of the Blue Blood programs 
that know they've got an advantage. Amen. Okay. I agree. How many, how many more times do you have to see on social media or hear some uh, lunatic on a call-in show say, well, how, would they be favored against Alabama on a neutral field? Guess what? I don't care if they're going to be favored against Alabama on a neutral field. This, 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 this notion this, that uh, – and this comes again uh, – the media is, is perpetuating it. So-and-so, what team has a 78% chance of winning the national championship? Shut the hell up. I don't care what your metrics people are trying to tell me. Just because your network bought into that uh, metric doesn't mean I need to listen to it. You know, the games have got to be played for a reason. On the field. Those kids, those kids from Tulane, they knew that they could win that game. And those young men from TCU, I, I called a couple of their games. I called the game when they beat Kansas State and came from 18 down to do it in prime time on October the 7th of this past year. Spencer and I were, were there when they did it. They don't. They they just play from play to play. Max Duggan, who should have been the Heisman Trophy winner in my estimation, is a difference maker. And I think in this game, you're you're going to hear it all week with Georgia. Okay, they're just going to mop the they field. Have no with chance. TCU. No <laughs> chance because Georgia's too big, too strong, too fast. Well, guess what? Uh, you know, Duggan is a different animal. Okay, he is a better runner. A, a much better runner than the kid that ran past you the entire game. That was one of the great Ohio State performances by C.J. Stroud sure all was. season long. He never ran the football like that never. during the regular season. Yep. Never. And I'm telling you, Duggan is going to make that game a, a very competitive. I don't know that TCU's going to win. Right, right. But to think that Georgia is just going to walk right in and, and win that game by three touchdowns, you know, you're out of your mind. No, but we got to wait and see what's going to happen, Tim. But I'll tell you, the national narrative was that they were almost disappointed, the national narrative, that TCU put it to the Wolverines, uh, that they put it to Michigan. They could not handle it. They had the big lip about oh, no, 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 they like uh, making excuses. They wanted to see, oh, they wanted to see Michigan and Georgia. Yeah. But no, well, but TCU won the game. Uh, uh, deal with exactly. it. Timmy. Uh, by the way, every time. Every time Michigan, and, and to their credit, okay, McCarthy is a a, a, a gamer too. Yeah, He's he a is. great young quarterback. I love that kid. I do. All right, but every time Michigan made a run, Duggan had a play, and yep. you know his numbers were pedestrian. I think he threw for two fifty, two sixty, fourteen of twenty nine. He, he's much better than that. But when he had to make a play, he made he made a play, and and they've got playmakers. If Quentin Johnston doesn't get hurt in this four games, he would have won the Bolitnikoff. He's a freak. He's an unbelievable talent. Darius Davis is an incredible talent. Young man from West Feliciana High School. Absolutely. And uh, Kendra Miller is probably one of the most unheralded running backs. I certainly hope he's healthy uh, for the game. I think that's one of the question marks going in is the tight end at Georgia. Uh, Is he going to be healthy? And and the running back at, at TCU. But Man, oh man! I mean, there are enough players to go around. Well, well, and and you know, Tim, that only five or six teams are worthy of national coverage as a crop. No, no, we need the playoffs. They just more money. Everyone's going to benefit from that. And uh, I told Mike this, Tim, that I can tell you, I'd have been almost like uh, that's a travesty 
Because if you got one pick six, you should win. TCU had two pick sixes. Hell yeah, you should win. <laughs> you get yeah. two yeah. pick sixes. Uh, the the you, odds are really <laughs> in your favor. No, you, you rolling. You rolling. And by the way, hey fellas, the kid that messed up that play, that little gadget play on the opening series when Michigan was shut down when they went with the reverse pass, the kid that shut that play down was playing safety for ULM a year ago. Josh That's right. Newton. In Monroe, whoa. In Monroe, yep. Whoa. Tell the talent. <laughs> and uh, I mean, that's just amazing that these, that these guys, all of which have great stories, just don't have those stories told. Yeah. You know, uh, Ty J is an incredible player. I mean, an incredible player. And he barely got any ink nationally through the course of the year. I, I was so happy that kid had that moment and that um, – they stayed on the air long enough so you could see his dad. You could, see, uh, the, 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 There may have been more Tulane fans uh, in the aftermath of that game at Jerry World yesterday than they've had at maybe, what, three home games? Probably. Well, well, well yeah. They, they, they were there. You know, Tim, we, we had our first meeting uh, right for one of the magazines that's going to come out uh, in late spring, early uh, summer. And you know whose team was talked about the most? And we've, in my last five, six, seven years, we've never talked about them as a, a top three or four team. Penn State. I know Rich Marty would like yeah. to hear that. But you look at how that team is pieced together now, man, right. Right. Uh, they're going to be really difficult to deal oh, with yeah. in 2023. Yeah. And that Manny Diaz hire by James Franklin was big time. He, he really turned their defense around. And how about running the wing tee and getting big time touchdowns in the red zone out of it? Huh? How about that? Line those guys three hey, up. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and you know what, Tim? You talk about uh, you know we talk about the, the wing tee. How about the NFL version? Of like attacking the Eagles with the quarterback power, with <laughs> and it's the same Hill. play over like and over four or five times in a row. Okay, we were coming right at you. What, I, uh, uh, Tim? I know you got to love Taysom Hill. Come on. Oh, I do. I, I just wish they had gone to that a lot earlier. I agree. They'd be in the playoffs. They'd be in the playoffs if they had done that. Timmy, thanks so much for joining us tonight. Really appreciate it, brother. All right, Tim. Hey, hey, happy New Year to you, fellas. Happy New Year. And thanks for having me on. I'm, I'll be there anytime you like. Thanks so much, Tim. We really appreciate it. Tim Brando. He's a living Sports. legend. He's old school. Absolutely. Nice trans. Kind of flipping the pancake. Now he's going to college basketball. Now, now, Mike, I'm going to ask you as we go to the break, or even Tim, next time we have him on. Who's the three-headed monster two-lane running backs? Okay, you got Ty J. Spears. Okay, you Johnson. Got, uh, you got Moel De Moore. Moel De Moore, Matt Forte. Matt Forte. Matt Forte is top the list. Okay, but that's the three-headed monster, Yes, that right? would be the three. Yeah. Now, again, I didn't see Tommy Mason play. Yeah, yeah. Ty, yeah that, so yeah, that's, that's a different yeah, story. Yeah. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.